Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Chubba Pete Quinnell and I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hello Pete, how are you? Hi, why? What's that voice? I don't know. Although weirdly, I forgot that we weren't on camera, and I was doing stupid faces at you on the mm. uh, on the streamyard. Um, but there yeah. you go. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. That's Pete. good. I uh, yeah. still enjoying quarantine a lot. Um, Are you? I, no, I haven't no. seen. I haven't seen. Oh no, I I I, I have the last time I saw a human. Like an actual human in person was, mm-hmm. I think, three or four weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. when I had to collect something from my parents' house at a distance. They they put it in their drive, almost like a sort of uh, uh, yes, a, a package left on a train, and I had to go and collect it. Um, so yeah, that's that's the extent of my of my human interaction, and I think it's, it's it's having its toll. I am um, possibly. Yes. But anyway, we'll talk about that more in the outro. Let's get into mm. talking about SmackDown, uh, where we're going to be talking about this absolutely bonkers announcement that was made on SmackDown about the Money in the oh. Bank matches, or should I say Money in the Bank match at Money in the Bank next Sunday. So here's the show. This announcement that happened on SmackDown with regard to Money in the Bank, uh, because we had another couple of qualifying matches on this show, but the big announcement from the show was that they revealed that at Money in the Bank itself, it's already going to be crazy in itself because it's going to be at WWE headquarters. It's going to start on the ground floor. They have to work their way through the building. And then on the roof, there's going to be a ring with ladders and stuff on the roof to then get to the Money in the Bank briefcase above it. Super weird, super crazy. It's going to be a bonkers match in and of itself. And then they announced on this show, to make it even more crazy, both men's and women's matches will be taking place at the same time. Yes. Well, I, I, I can't envision what this is going to look like. I, I'm genuinely... I can't tell whether I'm excited, terrified. I, I think I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be so, so weird. I think it's going to be 25 minutes of me going... <laughs> um... Great content for the podcast, by the way. Oh, I was doing a uh, mortified, shocked, but amused face. Visible confusion. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. I just think it's going to be one of the strangest matches I've seen in a long time, but also probably one of the most entertaining. I I wonder if there's going to be some accidental uh, intergender wrestling spots. Um, Yeah. I don't know, maybe Rey Mysterio can 619 Carmella through a stapler or something. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I, I think it's going to be brilliant. I think there's going to be lots of really innovative spots. I mean, I think they've the, the suggestion is they've either already filmed it or they've filmed some they of have. it. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've already yeah. filmed it, yeah. Um and they would have had a lot of time to do so. So I mm -hmm. think there's going to be lots of I know stairwell spots, probably a few elevator spots. I really want Corbin now that he's uh in it in the match to like just run to the elevator and press a button and just kind of stand in there with his <laughs> with his rubbish little scepter, which is the smallest yeah. scepter any king's ever had. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and as as you said before, we went on on the air. There was a suggestion that Vince was trying to tell people how to fall off a building. Mm. Um, so we're slightly concerned as to what that means. But I mean, the fact that they've already filmed it means that no one's died, um, which is good. Yeah, which is good, but. Unless they do like an invisible wire spot where someone's attached to something, mm -hmm. they push them off, or they push them off. They go ah, and then there's that f that movie <laughs> spot where they look over the edge and it's just hanging there. Going oh. <laughs> yeah. somehow managed to grab on like Frodo in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be brilliant. I think it's gonna be really, really quite. It's it's gonna be sports entertainment, um, mm. and I think, I think that I'm going to. Really enjoy. I think it's going to be quite a short show. Although I imagine this Possibly, this, yeah. this match could be an hour. Yeah, easily. Uh, at least the the rest of the card will be. I don't know what the rest of the card's going to be. To be honest, um, I, mean, I know we've got um, the the um, the two top championship matches, but mm -hmm. other than that, I think it's going to be pretty. Uh, a, maybe a three hour show, which in, which oh, if a, nice, which if, which if a third of it is this. Brilliant! I'll I'll, yeah. I'll take that any day. Um, yeah. What What are your thoughts, Pete? What What do you want I, to see, and what can you imagine seeing? I I don't know what I can imagine seeing because, put it this way: before WrestleMania, I could not envision the Firefly Funhouse match. I could not envision the Boneyard mm. match at all, and they were incredible. They were so so good. So I'm I'm really excited, like you as well. I think for this because it's either going to be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. And either way, I'm really excited for it because either way, it's going to be really memorable. I I'm, think. I'm hoping there are some like plasterboard walls that Otis could just run through. Absolutely. Um, and just go, Oh yeah. Like the, like the Kool-Aid like Kool man. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, they've got to do that. That'd be so it's, good. Yeah. I just, I just think there's going to be so many wacky spots. There's going to be so many like yeah. ta tables that are going to, people are going to go through. I reckon yeah. there's going to be a few actors in there, like sitting on their computers, mm -hmm. and they go, yes. oh, "What's going on?" Um, maybe like one of the like executives that we know, maybe Stephanie will be in her office or something, or or or, or trips or something like that. Or just be yeah. sitting in his office and someone is barging. He's like, oh, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised I, to see a Vince cameo. Yeah, I, absolutely. And I, like I'd them really going like into it. a board meeting or something. Yeah, I, I'd really like it if they do. If they they have to embrace the wackiness of this, I think the worst thing they can do is play it serious and just have it be like, oh, they're just trying to fight for the top, and it's just throwing into walls and walking upstairs and throwing into walls and walking upstairs. That's boring. What I'd really want is them to completely embrace the wacky side of it, and you have like Baron Corbin goes in the elevator, thinks he's all cocky, presses like the top floor and just waits, and then like Daniel Bryan scurries in before the door shut and just presses all the other buttons and then like runs out again, kind of thing. And it's or, like just little stupid spots like that. You just need to have like that jam packed with just wacky, stupid stuff. Or like, yeah, Corbin's in the elevator and then someone presses the fire alarm and therefore the elevator stops. And he's just going, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, he's just, no. But let's although you would, like you Darth have Vader, to, no. You have to spend, spend belief a bit because, I mean, this would suggest that they're all working on a Sunday evening, which is probably not going to be happening. So, I mean, mm. I know, I know wrestling's real, but you've got to maybe try and try and a bit of make believe here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, I think I think we we both said it. it it's going to be incredibly memorable, one way or the other, mm. and I think it's going to be awesome. I am genuinely really excited for it. And on top of that, as well, in the rest of the show, I think they did a really good job of building the rest of the matches as it is. So as yeah. a show overall, I'm still really looking forward to it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We now need to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 and above Pledge hammers on mm. Patreon. Uh, if you head over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, patreon.com slash WrestleTalk, uh, you can get a whole butt ton of more extra wrestling content. You get, uh, you know, podcasts of uh, wrestling shows, retro pay-per-view reviews, and WrestleTalk Extra. You get WrestleTalk After Dark, which is where uh, Ollie, Luke, and Laurie get a bit boozy and start talking about anything. Uh, plus, if you pledge at the $25 and above tier, you get your a customized wrestling name, and you get it read out on a show much like this. So thank you to The Castle Run, DX Solo. Oh. Yes. $100 Man, C.D. Horver. Way, thank you very much. The Rocket, Dan Van Sky. Oh, Lovely yeah. stuff, thank you. No one names their kid this anymore. Larry. Woo! Yes, thank you very much. Luke's favorite fan, the one, the only, the awesome Baba. Oh, Woo! yes, Baba. Yes. Kratos's forgotten son, Chris Petrue. Woo! Yes, thank you very much. Don't have a Shane Cowley, man. Oh, Woo! I won't. I won't. Lovely. Ryan, be bad. Woo! Thank you very much. The Beast, Brock Taylor. Woo! Stay down, Derek Graves. Probably a reference that I don't understand. Corey Graves. He has the stay down tattoos on his thing in NXT. The British Bulldog, Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. I get that one. Yeah. And finally, it's Angry Arbel Zafir. Re. Yeah. Well, you've you've, you've sent me Zafir, mate. Yeah, I didn't end the final (laughs) art, the final eye even. Oh, that was a fairy. Woo, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. We should probably get into reviewing the rest of the show, um, which started off with uh, Daniel Bryan coming out and cutting a really cool promo, I thought, about his mm-hmm. history with Money in the Bank and how it kind of kickstarted his rise to the main event in WWE, which is kind of true, honestly, uh, after because he wasn't really, he was a US champion against The Miz, really, and that was about it. But then 
after his money in the bank when he became world heavyweight champion that's when he started you know the yes movement really got over and stuff yeah. like that so thought it was a really good promo uh he calls out baron corbin for beating up drew gulak last week corbin comes out and says i'm a king i'm gonna win you're bad etc classic yeah. corbin stuff um i was really happy to see he didn't come out with nakamura and cesaro i was like oh my god midcard vortex is dead thank god didn't last for long no, but, you, know, say, we, you can't have been happy for very long in that case no uh, uh, yeah, but at, at the last. time i was i was i was very happy yes. um but uh yeah then they had a a match i thought it was pretty good it was it was fine it was, was fine no, it was yeah, yeah. There, there was nothing particularly wrong with it but it wasn't great it was it was good solid wrestling yeah the only the only issue with this, these sort of matches for me on a weekly basis is that you kind of it is the same spots every week. Um, so as soon as I saw Brian throwing Corbin towards the corner, I was like, okay, well, I know he's going to go underneath and come back up. I, mean, I yeah, I, I know that. I know that's easy to say because we can like, we we've watched wrestling and therefore we know what the different spots the wrestlers do. Mm. Um, but when you do have the same people wrestling every week against similar opponents, you kind of, you can kind of predict how the match is going to go. Um, and we saw that later as well with with like the Sheamus match and 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 to a lesser extent the the Mandy Rose match where you kind of knew Sonya Deville was was going to come in but that's fine um this this match wasn't really for Daniel Bryan and, and Baron Corbin it was to get some heel heat again um because yeah. Corbin sort of on, on the back foot just decides oh, I've had enough of this hits Bryan with a ladder um and then goes to hit and then goes to hit a end of days on the ladder um brian counters into a yes lock which and then uh it's one of the commentators it goes oh it's a yes lock on the ladder like mm. that doesn't make any difference whatsoever if, if the yes lock not even ladder. a little bit makes their chest a little bit more uncomfortable because oh, they're lying possibly, on something yeah. that's not flat you know oh yeah ooh. Mm, yeah mm. might hurt him a lot there um mm. but yeah i I'd like it if that was the case. If Baron Corbin was just like, oh, I can't win this. Let me throw a ladder. But yeah. no, he threw the ladder, got disqualified, and was like, what? What? DQ? Why? Why I am say, I disqualified? He, he... What? <laughs> Use the ladder. I also, I also noticed that slight... Uh inconsistency there like yeah what now i'm not allowed to use weapons in a singles match <laughs> when yeah. um it's not yeah. dynamite mate Gonna and then during, during the yes lock outcome nakamura cesaro and mm-hmm. then th- as much as life. i as much as, I, as much as i respect sammy Zayn for not wanting to wrestle in the current climate please come back sammy i don't want to see this <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't want to see this as like it's like they've gone well. They need they need a, they need someone to lead them. They need a heel to lead them. Uh, now that Sammy's Why? gone, oh, Why do they need well, a heel to lead oh, them? Mm, uh, oh no, it's because Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro aren't talented enough. Apparently, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all time, and Cesaro easily in the top five, probably most talented people in WWE. Um, but no, they, they need enough. they need Baron Corbin. They're too they far. They need Baron Corbin. Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just be a tag team. They're really fleshing out the tag team division right now. Anyway, yeah. it would be a really, really strong division if they add Nakamura and Cesaro to it. Just have them be a tag team. Please don't align them with Baron Corbin. I know it's too mm. late. They're already aligned with him, but just stop it. It's bad. Hashtag I hate seeing Baron Corbin with two other bloody cronies. I am sick of it uh midcard vortex is alive and well uh they throw daniel bryan in some ladders and leave him laying and that's how the segment ends which i thought was solid is it bad that i almost want to see corbin win the briefcase and then screw it up again oh that would he, be bad because he royally screwed it up last time hey badum tush um I, I don't think i want corbin to win no hmm. i don't want him to win but if he wins no. i hope he loses it Yes, if he wins, I hope he loses it, but I don't want him to win. I don't know who I want to win, honestly, because I, I, I'm tempted to say someone like Alistair Black, but like him with the briefcase would be horrible. Yeah. It would make no sense. I don't know. So it, I, yeah, it wouldn't look, it wouldn't look right because no. his whole thing is he just comes out and kicks you in the face. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I think the winner is going to be whoever wins the last, like the the last chance. Oh, the entry spot. Match. So Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Uh, after that we get a Braun Strowman promo uh, comes out and gets interrupted very quickly by a Firefly Funhouse from Bray Mm -hmm. Uh, and Bray tells a little story of the black sheep 
uh, basically just saying the same things we've heard about him and Strowman in the past, saying how we took him in and then he left and all the other Wyatt family members left and now he's by himself and now he's going to make him pay, etc. He's going to take the Universal title off him. Strowman yeah. interrupts him, just says, I'm sick of these puppets in the Firefly Funhouse. If you want to say something, come out here and say it to my face. And Wyatt just goes, see ya. And then just says bye and doesn't yeah. come out. Well, yeah, so Braun sort of came out to start with with a bit of an Elsa going, the past is in the past, um, you know, from, from Let It Go, Pete. Yeah, no, I I, I know. He said, yeah, he, he basically says the, oh, the past is in the past and it's, it happened. Uh, I don't He's really care about now. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to, mate, I don't do impressions. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was fine. It was like, it's yeah. better when Bray does the majority of the talking. Agreed. Um, I, I also it, like it if it was something different. I feel like this is the same content we've been given, and we we've been given the content in slightly different ways. So yeah. we've been like, Braun here's has a, opened a, a package. Yeah, Braun has opened a package. It's a mask. We've been had. We've had a video package overtly showing all the clips from it. We've had Bray talking about it, but it is all the same stuff. It's him saying, mm. "Braun, you're in the Wyatt family, and now you're not." Yes, and that and that's the story. I feel like if they use that as a starting point and then built from it, it would have been better, but. I think at the minute they're just saying, well, Braun was in the Wyatt family, so that's the story, I guess. And that's it. Yeah, I, I would like a few more video packages um, mm. because they're really good at those. Um, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not super excited for the match right now. I, I think it's a good choice to have him feud with Braun. I, I do like the fact the feud's happening. I just wish it was built a little bit more mm. on top of their history rather than just being a, their history is the story. Yes. Um, but yeah. But yeah um, and still, it should be a fine match, yeah. hopefully. And, and speaking of not being excited, it was Seamus next. Um, you never guess what he did, Datsun. What have did a, he have do? A, have a guess what did Seamus he did on this episode. have a 25-minute match um, in which he really struggled against mm -hmm. a top opponent um, and then he cut a promo about how much he really liked Jeff Hardy. Funnily enough, on opposite day, you'd be correct. Because oh. he he had another squash match that lasted, oh. you know, 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. He just brutally beat up the lad, whatever his name is, Leon Ruff. Le Leon Ruff, because Leon Rush was released last week. Le Leon Rush, eh? Uh, sorry, Leo Rush. Thank it, it, you. I mean, you can't blame me for that. I mean, basically... <laughs> the same person um but uh, and, he, he did some very yeah. good selling very good selling. i loved his selling of the of yeah. the road kick he kind of just he's he's only he, managed to do a like a rag doll but also mm. a flip um yeah it was so, so yeah. weird so and, it, and he his, said apparently he's in evolve or something like that so he's clearly yeah, he, he knows his stuff yeah he um he really reminded me his selling initially when he got hit with the first back break and he was like screaming out in pain yeah reminds me of um ojmo um yeah, yeah. especially frontline show we went to when he was Absolutely. in a lot of pain. That's a reference that literally none of the viewers would get unless you went to that frontline uh, show. Michael Oku. Michael Oku, aka OJMO, yeah. is fantastic. Um, but yes, uh, Seamus squashed him and he went over to the commentary table afterwards. They were like, oh, you're going to play another Hardy documentary? And they were like, yes, how did yes. you know? Uh, and then he's like, cool, I'll watch it. Okay. Uh, so then they played part four of the Hardy documentary. It's still great video packages. It's cool. It's an effective build for Hardy's return. They say he's going to be live on SmackDown next week. And yeah. then Sheamus goes, so he's going to be on SmackDown next week. It's like, yes, that was just announced, Sheamus. Well done. <laughs> and then he leans into my corner and goes, cool, I'll be there too. Like, oh, he'll be there okay. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be uh, Jeff Hardy cuts a promo. Sheamus comes out and kicks him. Uh, that is my... Maybe. Yeah, probably. And then it's going to build to a money in the uh, a match at Money in the Bank, which Hardy's going to win, and Sheamus' return build. will be for nothing. Um, is what it is. Uh, Otis and Mandy were yeah. backstage next. Otis is amazing. Oh, Literally, they're so cute. They're so cute all, all he has to do, all Otis has to do, is just go, "Oh yeah," and, yeah. I'm, and I'm laughing. I'm laughing um, instantly. Like, did you hear so that funny. it was? It was Mandy's pitch. So when they like mm. started this story, she was like, she went to Vince and was like, like I think this would be a really good story. And she, yeah. and she was right, obviously. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, no, I really like. I just, I just really like looking at, at them together. It's like she looks genuinely yeah. smitten with, yeah, with, with it's Otis. Good, isn't it? yeah. um, it's, it's really, really cute. It's great. They seem very genuine, very organic, and yeah, and it's just like 
that um i think it was caleb braxton wasn't it that was asking questions and she went up and she asked like one question held out the mic and otis goes oh yeah and it goes back to caleb she asked another question holds out and he goes oh yeah i'm like oh my god otis you're the best uh it's he's he's just the funniest and mm. he doesn't even have to do much uh but, and it basically say they're both going to win their money in the bank qualifiers and go on and win both money in the bank briefcases which i would have wanted to have seen yes but mandy clearly has never watched wrestling because she goes i'm not focusing on sunday tonight I'm focusing on Carmella um, <laughs> because unfortunately, Mandy, people can interfere in matches. It happens yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the match was straight straight up afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. You kind of knew at some point Sonia was going to interfere. You just didn't know when. Turns out it was after about three minutes of yeah. basic training I wrestling. Was, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. There was some decent athleticism from both of them. There's some nice, you know, intuitive counters and roll-ups and stuff. It was cool. Uh, but yeah, then Sonia De Sonny Deville came out on the stage and just started. I thought she made some very cool points, actually. She was saying, you know, this time last year at Money in the Bank, I gave you my nice. spot in the Money in the Bank match. I climbed the ladder and then practically handed you the briefcase and you still lost. I forgot I was that like, happened. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um... What I did like was that Mandy didn't immediately see Sonia and go, "Oh well, I'm going to get, I'm going to get confused here." And he, she mm -hmm. kind of kept trying to wrestle for a bit, like yeah. saying, "Stop it! I'm, I really need to focus on this. Please mm -hmm. stop. I've got something, I've got something on right now. But if you can come out later, we can have a chat." Is that what she um, sounds like? Yeah, and um, you, and <laughs> yeah, so she come, yeah, so 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 she tries to sort of block it out for a bit, but then. She gets too annoyed, stands up, Carmella hits the super kick. One, mm. two, three, Carmella's in the match. Um, which is probably the right result for this storyline, yeah. I think. Um, I think so, yeah. And yeah, Sonia made some really good points. As she has been, I've really enjoyed Sonia the last couple of weeks. Um, that it's nice to see her have more than a her character is now not just, oh, it's the it's the brunette friend of blonde Mandy Rose. She's now actually a wrestler, and she comes down after the match and re a really cool beat down, throws mm. Mandy into the steps, um, and hits. Is is this a new it's, move? Or it's is like it, a reverse shining shine. wizard. It's a bit like the thing. last shot. Yeah, kind of like yeah. the last shot, but it was really cool because Mandy was kneeling in front of the steps, mm. and then she hits kind of this last shot reverse shining wizard thing to the back of Mandy's head, and it launches her into the steps again. Which I was like, oh, that's. Yeah. That actually looked kind of, kind of brutal. That was really, and, really oh, well, cool. On the, on the slow-mo, it looked like her knee really connected with the back of Mandy's head, who did yeah. look groggy. Uh, but yeah. thankfully, Jamie Noble was there to uh, to run out and make the save. Mm. Yeah, uh, exactly. I always like seeing cameos from him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, huh, that's weird. Jamie Noble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's really, really cool beatdown. I thought Sonya was great here. Uh, just kind of the intensity jet, like she was being pulled back by referees at the end of this yeah. beatdown, and she's like screaming out, "It's like I'm going to make your life miserable," like stuff like that. She's got this really like great fiery intensity to her, and it's really really cool to see. I hope she like carries that on, and she, I think she can become like proper one of the best women's wrestlers on SmackDown for sure mm. uh, before long if she carries this on because she is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great, good result, and everything. It was fantastic. Mandy's backstage getting checked out afterwards. She's got a big old bruise on her leg. Uh, and oh yeah, it looks. It look. I think it looked like the where the the handle for the steps are. Mm, I think that's what that the, right. the the kind of round bruise was. And I mean, either either she bruises like a peach, or she or she just <laughs> really copped one there. Peach, like what Otis calls her. Uh, my peach. That's that why, was my joke. That's why you see, I made that joke. I don't know purpose. if you did. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's getting checked out by Doctor. Otis comes in and asks if she's okay. She said, yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. He leaves and Dolph comes up and just uh, approaches Otis and just goes, is Mandy okay? And Otis just goes, just goes <laughs> yeah. and then Dolph walks off. <clears throat> okay. It's um, fine. It's it fine. Was... Just keeping that plate spinning. It was yes, fine. Exactly. Um, but next yeah. up was New Day versus Forgotten Sons. Um, and Ms. Morrison on commentary. Yeah, this was a non title match after Forgotten Sons uh, stood tall after the brawl last week. Um, but uh, yeah, Ms. Morrison on commentary. Normally, I'm a big fan of Ms. Morrison when they do anything promo related, any sort of commentary, talking on the mic, anything to do with that. I think they're really good. But 
they were really distracting on commentary mm. this week. Uh, it didn't help that the camera kept cutting to them like every 10 seconds and just kept showing them on commentary. It's like, yes, I know they're there. Yeah. And they kept just talking about random things, talking about themselves over the merch, not really focusing on what was happening. It was really distracting for this week, which is a shame because I, I do normally really like Miz and Morrison. But, uh, yeah. yeah, completely agree. I, they were just talking too much. Mm. Um, you talk too much. I, I, I get I get that they're there to be annoying, mm. but it was kind of like I am also trying to watch a match, and I don't. And, and if I hadn't been making notes, I don't think I could tell you what happened in the match apart from the fact that the Forgotten Sons won. Yes. Um, because it was just Mr. Morrison. Hey, it's just sort of okay stop for a second because there is yeah. actually something else happening and, right now. And especially when it's tra- when it's a team in the ring that you're really trying to get over that's new on the roster that you yeah. need to be kind of putting over all the time and they're just kind of ignoring them in a way. And there was a couple of times I, I think Miz has done it on commentary before he's really good at putting over people in the ring and focusing on the action while still mm. being kind of arrogant and putting himself over. But on this occasion when he's with Morrison I think they just kind of focus on themselves a bit too much. Um, which is a shame because like you said, Forgotten Sons got the win uh, clean as well, pretty clean anyway. Jackson Riker got involved and, you know, threw Big E into a ring post. Um, yeah. But then they but then they beat up Kofi some more and then hit their finish and won. Um, yes. And honestly, I'm really liking Forgotten Sons on the main roster. I think that they're doing really, really well. They're, they work well with the teams. I think they're presented a little bit better on the main roster. I think they're just, they're good. They are good. And they're, yeah. they're another team to add into the to the SmackDown tag team division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got no issue w- with this at all. I, mean, I know people might be saying, oh, you, you've just beaten your champions kind of clean straight away. Yeah. Um, but there was only really a couple of ways this match could go after you'd booked it, which was that either the Forgotten Sons lose immediately or may, it might have just been better if Miz and Morrison had got involved somehow. Um, Maybe. I feel like that would have been cheap. If, the, yeah. if it had been like a DQ finish or Ms. Morrison got involved, especially when the other match in the night of Corbin it, and Brian ended in a DQ, I it think it was better of, for Forgotten Sons to just win. Yeah, it, it kind of gets Jackson Riker over as this kind of like lurk, like lurker at ringside who who will yeah. who will change the match um, when whenever he wants, basically because he's just yeah. the big guy who who stands at, at ringside. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I thought this was pretty solid. Again, don't really have too many issues with it. I liked it. Uh, Speaking of surprisingly liking stuff, uh, Tamina's backstage getting interviewed. uh, And she says, you know, that she's going to win against Bailey. I can't remember the exact word she says, but pretty much that. She's going to beat Bailey. Sasha Banks uh, comes in and does like a fake babyface promo, being like her history with Team Bad. And she was like, oh, you know, we're past all the cheap shots and all that stuff. We we don't need any of that anymore. But then, of course, Bailey tries to run in for a cheap shot. Tamina, in a really cool spot, I thought, turns around and immediately grabs Bailey by the throat, like almost like you know Spider Sense seeing her coming, and just and just grabs her by the throat, which I thought was a really cool spot. But then yeah. they just all get into a brawl. Sasha and Bailey start beating her down. Lacey Evans comes in from out of nowhere and just starts getting into a brawl. They all get pulled apart by referees. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was just how oh, much no. there was. There was just a lot of like, uh, yeah, it, very little. Um, that's very nitpicky. It was just like, okay, stop it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's cool to actually see Tamina having a uh, a personality, as, as you said. Did you did you mention that there's the tag t- the tag match next week? I haven't. No. No, so yeah, so it's, it's going to be Tamina and Lacey Evans against Bailey and Sasha next week. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction will be that Bailey somehow costs Sasha the match again. Um, yeah, or maybe she scarpers from Tamina leaving, leaving Sasha on the ring on her own, and then Sasha takes the loss or something mm. like that. Um, yeah, just, that just to keep right. just to keep that plate spinning. Um, so yeah, and I'm sure it'll be a fine match, and it's a kind of, it'll be the, the go home show for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, interesting to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it was pretty good overall. Sonia and Dolph are backstage. I really liked this promo. Uh, mm. Dolph Ziggler cuts a really kind of emotional promo. Uh, and the way it's shot as well, it's like Dolph and Sonia are just having a conversation that the camera happens to catch rather than an interview going up and being like, my guest at this time, Dolph Ziggler. 
it was just them kind of meeting backstage and them just talking to each other. And Dolph was saying like, look, I'm, I'm going to beat Otis. I'm going to enter Money in the Bank. I'm going to win Money in the Bank. I'm going to cash in and I'm going to become champion again. And he kept yeah. saying like, again, after each of these points, like reaffirming, I've done this all before. And uh, it was saying, you know, and Sonia, after you're done with Mandy, I'll slide in next to her and make her feel better. And I was like, mm. ew, gross for starters. Uh, you know, preying on emotional women. Nice job, Dolph. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was... Um, I thought, yeah, it was a really effective emotional promo. And Sonia, I think, really played the... While she didn't talk much, she kind of had this air about of being like, yes, we are sneaky heels. Mwahahaha. Mm. We've all got this this whole plan going. Which I... I again, it's just another little... Yeah. Not an, another tick in the box of Sonya being really cool. I just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, re I'm really yeah. digging it right now. And it was in a dark room, and therefore you know they're evil. So totally, yeah. Um, but this, this all led into the the main event, which was Otis versus Dolph, um, mm -hmm. which it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I don't, oh, oh, I, the only the only thing I'm kind of thinking is where's Tucker? Is he? Are they just trying to kind of? Maybe he maybe he doesn't want to be wrestling at the moment. Maybe or maybe they just don't see him as a necessary cog in this. Maybe like they're yeah. going, okay, well, if we don't need him there, let's keep him at home because of what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's it's possible they they might also just be maybe it's you know two birds one stone. Maybe they're still selling that zigzag on the steps as like a you know the the injury thing. That really, hurt. it's possible. <laughs> I mean, it looked pretty bit. It looked pretty brutal at the time. Okay. So yeah, it's, I I think it's probably I don't think that would be their first course of action, but because of scenarios i think yeah. they're probably using that to say oh yeah we'll put this over as like a legit injury and you can come back later down mm. the line maybe um but uh yeah i agree with you i thought this match was fine it didn't have the emotional stakes of the wrestlemania match no. um but i thought it was a fine serviceable match the only nitpick i have with this i think the correct person won i don't think he won with the right move uh no, because we, we were o saying otis before. won otis won with the caterpillar which shouldn't really be a finisher ever. No, it is a joke. It, th the whole point is that it's a bit of a joke move. Like mm. it's it's just it's a gimmick move. Like the the thing is, he's fat, but he can still do a dance move. Mm. In the end, it's a standing elbow drop. And Otis is not a tall man, so it's not like he's got any height on it either. Yeah. Um, he's got other moves. Like he could do some kind of like like half a trash compactor, so he could do like the, the world's strongest slam. Um, there is. I'm sure he's easily talented enough to think up something. But the, the whole thing is that he's a bit silly. He's funny, and therefore his finisher is is a bit weird. Um, yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a finisher. It's not a finishing move. This, this no. move shouldn't be finishing matches, and especially it shouldn't be finishing Dolph Ziggler, mm. um, who's got like three finishes that he uses on separate occasions. Yeah. Um, and one of which Otis kicked out of being the zigzag. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, the right person won, but like you said, that he needs, he needs a better finisher. That is, it's, it's a good move to maybe set up a finisher, maybe Dolph totally. could sell it and go like, Ooh. and then yeah. he could hit some kind of other finisher, but yeah. And he, he very rarely hits it properly mm. as well this one looked like he kind of just fell on top of Dolph mm. um in which case the actual thing that finished Dolph off was the vibrations in the mat from the caterpillar um yeah but yeah it was it was the right result um it was, it was nice it was cool to see them main event smackdown I guess I know they've got mm. a limited amount of people um and it was nice to see the show not end with Five Five Fan House and then Braun in the ring going <sighs> and then Michael yeah. going, Oh well, money the bank next weekend. Uh, so yeah, it was yeah, different. It, it, yeah, it was nice to have it end on a match, and it was just like this person won, that's the end of the show, which is very different to normal, which is nice. Yes. Um, but uh yeah, he really needs a new finisher. Um, I'd say the same for the people's elbow, I say the same for the worm. It's just their atomic leg drop. Yeah, even that, like just stop they're not finishes yeah. um but uh yeah anyway yeah that was the main event overall i thought this show was pretty good i thought it was a good solid building show for money in the bank really liked a lot of these uh a lot of the building elements of these feuds and stuff uh i thought that a lot of the uh matches themselves were pretty good 
I thought Sonia Deville absolutely knocked it out of the park. I think she's yeah. a star waiting to happen. Uh, I'd give the show four out of five. Yeah, high three, out, high, high three, low four out of five. It was a perfectly good show, and it's made me more excited. Just that one announcement has just made me more excited for Money in the Bank because mm. I think it's going to be weird, but great. Yes, yes it is. So quarantine's getting to you, is what you're saying. Yes. I my every morning I wake up and go, what day is it? And then mm-hmm. I have to rather than going, okay, well, I, I've been working for three days this week, so that, therefore it must be Thursday. Uh, I have to I can't do that anymore because I, I like I just work when I just work all the time. Um yeah. and because I I don't like not doing things. So I'm just sort of sitting there working and doing what I can. So I wake up yesterday and go, did I take the bins out yesterday? Yes, I did take the bins out, which means it must be Friday because <laughs> bin day is Friday and therefore I would have taken the bins out on a Thursday. That's how exciting my life is, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I wake up, do some work, do our morning call, do more work, finish work, and then I play computer games all evening mm-hmm. or watch a TV show. Yeah. And then repeat. I know that's the, I know that's pretty much everyone's life right now. But it's kind of I woke up on what day I woke up yesterday and go and went, it's May. Yeah. How has this happened? Right. I, I don't know what nothing happened in April. I, I can't remember we've a been, single thing that I did in April. We've been working from home for nearly like a month and a half now. Mm. That's insane. So it's pretty much it's pretty much two months for me because like you had mm. still at the beginning going for video records and yeah, things like that, whereas I wasn't I wasn't doing that. So I because obviously I'm doing the website, um, and I and I think we're going to be doing this for another couple of months, Probably, honestly, yeah, um, at least. So I think I might have to invest in a better desk chair because mine is not good for my back, mm. um, but. Uh, yeah, in fact, you know what? I'm going to order one after this podcast. Um, Very nice. So yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad, but not as bad as your performance on Quizlemania this past week, Pete. Thanks, Tell mate. us all about that. No, I mean it was bad. Let's be real; it was awful. Uh, for it's... those who haven't those who haven't seen the episode, you should go and watch it mm. um, on Parts of Unknown. It's a weekly quiz every Wednesday night. It's awesome. It's live streamed on YouTube. It's also a podcast. You can go and listen to it, uh, hosted by Adam Blobier. It's great. Um, yeah. So this week it was uh, returning champion Alex, uh, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. That's uh, Alex, Queen of the Ring, I should say. Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. There was Luke, and there was me. And mm. me and Luke were hoping, you know, to one of us could win it, bring it, bring the trophy back home to to Wrestle Talk, and we didn't. Shockingly, no. well, it didn't help the fact that Sean and Alex were completely unbeatable. Um, they were insane. They know yeah. so much about wrestling. They had, uh, you know, to, in the the final round of it when they were naming off WrestleMania host cities, and they got every single one back to WrestleMania one. Mm. And I I knew up to twenty nine, and then twenty eight. I was like, I feel like I know it. I know it's Rock's hometown. I just can't remember where that is. I know it's Florida, but I can't remember what city. And then they just listed off with no hesitation. They were like, it's this place, it's this place, it's this place. I was like, how do I even stand the chance? And in like the first the first round, when he gives us a match for a pay-per-view, and then we have to name what pay-per-view it is, and they were getting it on the first match every single time. I'm like, how do I even stand a chance against these guys? It's yeah, bad. I, I think I would have I would never I would have been able to do the first four, first five, whatever it is. Yeah. How many of you are there? First four, and then I would have been stuck unless I'd got one of the big ones, like I don't know, 30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just, it's not, it's not something like Luke said, it's not something I pay attention to. No, because, not at all. Because we're, we live in, in Britain. We don't think, oh, well, WrestleMania is coming to Birmingham this year, not Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, Birmingham mm-hmm. in the middle of England. In the UK. Um, yeah. If that had happened, I would have remembered it. But because it's kind of, oh, this one's in, uh, Arizona. I'm going. Oh, okay, that's in Arizona. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just about pay attention to states. I really don't pay attention to cities. America is a big place, man. The only, the only reason I know like state capitals and where people and 
and states and things like that is because they say it when wrestlers come out. They go, oh, from Green Bay, Wisconsin, or yeah. whatever. It would have been so funny if you'd have just said that and got one wrong. I'm if pretty sure Green Bay is in Wisconsin. It is. Because um, isn't that where Trips is from? Am I making that up? You might be right. I don't know. All um, I remember is uh, um, R-Truth botching his promo, and he goes, Green Bay, what's up? And he goes, we're in Milwaukee. Um, I don't know why I remember that, but yeah. Oh, no, he's from Nashua, New Hampshire. I swear he's from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Apparently not. Someone else must be. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the same with me. I'll, I'll know something, so I'll like, I know Chicago's in Illinois, because that's what was said on every CM Punk entrance. Um, but, like, I, I, I couldn't Oops. tell you, like, just random cities in states, because I, I, I just don't know, and I don't pay attention to that kind of thing. So we were definitely at a disadvantage not having American geography under our yes. sleeve. Under our sleeve? Up our sleeve. You know what I, I mean. I, I got sure. a message from, from someone, not naming names, but saying... Don't you think it's bad that we keep inviting people on who just show us that we don't know anything about wrestling? And I'm like, eh. I'm like, but doesn't that, when when they go somewhere else, if they, if they think we're all stupid, when they go somewhere else for their wrestling news, I was like, I'm not sure it works quite like that. No, um, it it wouldn't be quite like that. But I think people are starting to see like, man, these guys are idiots. They just talk about wrestling, hey, don't they? It's like, yes, we like yes, wrestling, we do. but yeah. we're not we're not sure we're not Sean Rossap who no who lives and breathes. We're not an actual journalist who has to report on wrestling. I, I mean, am. That's why I've won it are. twice. That is why you've won it twice. And that's why we, the idiots who are on camera talking about it, don't know anything about it because all we do is think about what makes the best thumbnail rather than, you know, what city hosted this WrestleMania. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I've got, I've, got, I've got two wins in one second place. I mean, the only reason I've lost mm. was brian zane completely smashing that round of it's true it the the whatever it's called paper feud paper feud yeah. yeah um but uh i i think next week's episode should be pretty good uh i'm not gonna say who's on it because the announcement's coming on monday but uh yeah no it sh should be a good one and there's an extra stipulation because I, I i as we announced at the end of last puzzle mania i'm gonna be back on this one and if i lose again if i come last again I have to shave my beard off. Yeah, I mean, now, there is there is no way you are winning this one. Absolutely mm, no way. Yeah, um, but uh, and and some people might say that shaving off your beard is not a big deal. I know some people either you know can't grow beards in the first place, or they'll just shave off the beard because they can, kind of thing. Me shaving my beard off is a very big deal because yeah. I it's like my defining thing about me. And I haven't shaved my beard off since I first grew it out when I was 18. So and that was nearly nine years ago. Pete and I are, are, are similar in some ways and, and different in, in other ways. One of the, our biggest differences is that I've got a giant head. Pete has quite a small head. I have a tiny uh, head. And the beard really helps kind of make his head look kind of more normal size. Mm. So it kind of doubles the size of his head. So totally. when that goes, I don't know, he turns from like a chicken egg to a quail egg. Yeah. It's just a um, sphere, a very yeah. small sphere. And because he hasn't got all of hair on top, mm. yeah, it, it, I, also, I also feel like it's going to euthanize you, shall I say again? Uh, <laughs> it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna youth, youth oh, What's it called? Youngernize. Youngernize. Make you. me I, look I, younger. Yeah, I feel like you're going to look five years younger. I mean, that's what happened. Like, that's what happens when I'll, I shave off my beard. More than five, I think, because, like I said, I haven't shaved my beard off since I was eighteen, and the the prime reason for that is because without a beard when I was eighteen, I looked like I was twelve. Mm. Uh, so I wanted to that's look a little bit older. Growing. So that's why I started growing a beard because I, I wanted to look older. A beard, beard, but whenever mm. I, it, it does make a massive difference to my. I mean, it, what's um, what does Michelle think of it? She's excited uh, because yeah. she she wants to see my face without a beard. She's seen like old Facebook pictures of me without a beard. She's like, "You look so weird. I want to see what it looks like now." Because that was you know nearly nine years ago. So it's like I want to see what it looks like now. And the good thing is, it will probably grow back quite quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. Obviously, not not to probably the length it is now, but I could I could have a beard again in probably a few days. So yeah. it's not going to be. A huge deal. It will be a huge deal at the time because yeah. I will be clean it's not shaven. Quite it's like shaving look your weird. head off, shaving your head off, shaving your hair off, shaving your um, hair off. Yeah, I mean, I, I would know what that's like. 
I wouldn't know what no. shaving your hair off is like at all. I, so I, I mean, I had for my for my partner, it was it was the it was the it was the oh my god, you look ridiculous. To oh no, you look ridiculous. To mm. oh no, but. uh, no she's she's great and she (laughs) um it was completely my my doing um and Mm. she she now she's now got used to it and therefore it's it's all good so um yeah uh, yeah no absolutely and and it it is it's slowly it's slowly growing back i i'll I'll, for people can't see this but i'll show pete so you can kind of oh it is growing back yeah 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 i've got i've got like a a shadow fuzz yeah, exactly. And it's actually really nice to run your fingers through. Um, Real talk. Stroke. So there you go. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I'm, uh, it's probably all the time we've got for this podcast, but just to let people know, I will not be on the SmackDown podcast next week. I won't be doing anything because next week. Because he's been I've fired. Got... Yep, that's it. Totally. See you later, guys. That's it. End, end yeah. of the road for me. Uh, I've got a week off next week. Uh, I had it booked in before the whole world went crazy, and apparently I'm still taking it. I'm not doing anything now. We were going to go away. Because it's going to be well on the uh, not next week, but the week after is my me and my lady partner's anniversary. Um, but I couldn't take that week off because Laurie already had it booked off, so we got the week before instead. Yes, um, well, I, so I we were going to go away, but we're not anymore. Yeah, so I, I've, I, I booked off. I had a book, week booked off at the end of May, and I said to Ollie, "Well, I'm not really. I don't need it now." So, and he's like, "Can you keep it? Because <laughs> please take it. We don't want to. We don't want to get to the point where." At, at, like after all this is over where it gets to like October and everyone's got a month to take off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'll be, I was supposed to be going to Sweden with my family to see my extended family in Sweden. Uh, mm-hmm. But I will now be going to my living room and sitting nice. in it. Uh, I think I'm still doing the SmackDown review that weekend because I begged Ollie to let me because I need something yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, totally. Because I live I mean, on my yeah. own. I, I'm, I've got the week off next week. We were going to be going to Harry Potter Studios. Not anymore. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, but I'm still going to do Quizlemania because <laughs> I want to. It's just yeah. something in there. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to be sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Uh, anyway, that probably is all the time we've got for this episode yes. of the Russell Talk podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Tuesday with the Raw review. Uh, Thursday, we're going to have NXT with Laurie and Adam. And then we'll have AEW with Luke and Ollie. And then SmackDown next week is Andy and Luke, I think. It is, yes. Cool. Uh, So, yeah, look forward to that, guys. And I'll be seeing you the week after next when I'm back for it. Um, But, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.